Hi y'all, welcome to Love and Madness. Um, this is another two-parter. Par um, the first episode which you're listening to right now is a little more uh, subdued, but we get to talking to about some real deep feelings in life going on uh, in our lives recently. And the second part is a bit more lighthearted and honestly we're kind of all over the place in that episode. So I wanted to break them up into two separate parts. So here's part one. Uh, hope you enjoy. Welcome to Love and Madness, everybody. Yep. This is just uh, one of those boring episodes with just the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that one was fun. To we edit. had fun. It was fun, but <clears throat> uh, trying to keep everybody from talking over each other was a little bit of a challenge. That was our role, and I did pretty good not talking too much, I think. Mostly. And towards the end, you, you, you started... That's when I'm tired. I'm just like, I gotta get this over. <laughs> In a way, I, mean, I enjoyed it, but it was a lot. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, it's all right. There were a couple spots where it was just too garbled and I was able to edit stuff because it was just too much going on in the room. All I do know how to be quiet when there's a bunch of people. Yeah. I don't know. But no, I mean, our, our group is pretty rowdy. Anyway, and we're, so. we're all trying to get out to do an open mic this Thursday, just, or maybe just to watch one, probably. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to get up there yet, and I don't think anyone else would either. But we can go look and... Or opinions about what they need yeah. from us, you know. Yeah. Just because, I don't know, you got to psych yourself up whether it's, like, healthy or not. Some people go to open mics and they're like, okay, well, everyone here sucks. I'm way better than them. Uh-huh. And that's a way to get up there. It's not a way to stay up there. Yeah. You know, because eventually you realize this is hard. Well, really, what we have is a comedy troupe. Yeah. So We're funny people. Yes, we are. All the friends and all the people. Mm -hmm. Everyone in this house is funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell. Jackson does have those sitcom one-liners. He'll say something just way beyond mm -hmm. what you expect. Yeah, and he's not even a twin. He, yeah. he does it all by himself. Yeah. So. I mean, well, I mean, you don't see... <laughs> they have a truck. There's like a food truck outside, and they oh, usually yeah. keep the kid in there. They're teaching him, like, reading and writing. <laughs> and they trade off to Jackson throughout the day, but you're at work. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's actually part of it. He's, he's one of the, the Octa-twins. Octa-mom's no, Octa kids. Really. Yeah, How old do those kids have to be by now? It doesn't matter. They all have that disease that uh, Webster had. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they get crow's feet, we got to wrap up the show or do something. She's one of those with, people that just make me school. mad. Oh, the Octomoms? Yeah. I have no idea. I think there's a lot going on with that lady. Well, no. I mean, she clearly has some sort of issue she needs to be in psychiatric help for. Fundamental need for something. Yeah. That there comes out like she needs attention. Yeah. But she's been weird with like guys apparently like before she was famous. Yeah. She's always like needy for a guy. Yeah. And then she gets sick of the guy. Yeah. And needs someone else. Yeah. And she already had a bunch of kids before she did that too. Uh, so and, uh, she's got a ridiculous number. Of I kids. mean, they claim it was a big glitch, but uh, from what I understand, they they boosted like hormones when they implanted all those. They yeah. did all sorts of crazy stuff to make it. Well, happen. and, and, and the thing is, she had no way to. The doctor just went over. She had no way to take care of those kids. No. So but, that, that's 
to me, it's like, I mean, purposely doing something like that when you've already got children that you can't take it's care of. It's a world record. It's, and she knew she'd get the attention, she thought. Yeah. She, she seems like someone who is brilliant in her own mind. She's truly brilliant when she's by herself. <laughs> okay. And I'm not saying like she's lying to herself. I'm saying she can truly think and be smart and mm-hmm. plan things in a weird way. But once she gets involved with other people, she loses track of whoever she is. She acts weird and she just wants their attention. So she yeah. can't think but she can plan ahead. So I think she planned ahead to be famous and make some money because if you have eight babies all at once, that's hitting the news. She knew that. She yeah. milked it. She, she, she did everything you could do to make money off of that idea. Yeah. And, uh, and I guess it didn't go as far as she was hoping. Like some, some brilliant, like wonderful person being like, well, I'm going to put them all through college. You know, like something like that when it first happened. She's past the threshold where she can monetize it. Yeah. You know? It's kind of sad. Yeah. People make these weird jumps because they're, they're expecting to outsmart reality or something. Well, and, and the thing that bothers me is more than anything else is like, unfortunately, she's putting her kids through that. Right. And that's that's the part that's just like, dang. Right. And and, and she she doesn't connect on the human level maybe to those yeah. people. At first, when she was making her plan, it was like, <coughs> logically speaking, and you yeah, could write yeah, a story. I mean, and the whole lizard people, you know, conspiracy, mm-hmm. it's like, to me, in my brain, she's more a lizard person. There's people who operate. <laughs> it's just it's like weird. They they don't they don't get all the way up. The elevator doesn't go all the way up. Yeah. You know, it goes up to like a certain level of ego, and then it's as far as they go as developing as a person. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where I would think would be those those people. But anyway, we we weren't. I don't know why we went into her. Did we? Did I? I started it right. I. Something I, about Octomom. Yeah, I think so. I'm the one who probably brings up her. I commented. Well, we'll find out. But, yeah, because we recorded it, this. If you started it, it's your fault. It's <laughs> cool. Damn, I could use this in my 20-year marriage. <laughs> there were so many times she's like, you did not say that. I, <laughs> I said this. I was like, no, you didn't. I totally did. <laughs> but then again, I do kind of make my own reality up in my head. So <laughs> you probably have a point. We'll give you a little air inside of me being wrong at all times. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> Speaking of which... We got the divorce thing. Yay. It's not it's not like we don't have paper in hand, which means we can't go use that for legal issues, but they, yeah. the judge said she was gonna, you know, sign off on it. Which uh-huh. it's not the climax I was hoping for. I was I was hoping for like you walk out of the thing and like there's confetti and there's a bunch of people singing. <laughs> didn't quite go that way. I, I don't know why. It would have been great. <laughs> they just, it just took a little coordination for what did it but, but yeah it went really smoothly the whole yeah. entire community of pickings should have come together on that and mm-hmm. they didn't you know <laughs> fuck sorry <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry Janelle and I went to the courthouse and, it, and the, the, my lawyer is funny I won't mm-hmm. get too far into him as a person but he's funny and he's the right kind of guy to be a lawyer I'll say that yeah <laughs> he had to bubble light at the end let's say that <laughs> And he charged a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's cool. And he, I think he had a, a bum cigarette, too, because he smoked like a Virginia Slim, and a dude doesn't smoke a Virginia Slim on his own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not usually. Well, it, well, I mean, he was implying his next case was a little harder. But, of course. So but, maybe he was uh, having that one where he's like, I'm going to deal with something today. Yeah. He said, yeah, we, we were the easy one. Yeah. Yeah. He's a nice guy. I like yeah. him. Yeah. Um, so sweet, sweet here. <laughs> at our house. Is it? Sweet, sweet. We got the divorce plot line. We got uh-huh. we got a few people passed away. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's been kind of sad. Yeah. My co-worker passed away. She was 29 and had three kids. It's a shitty segue for me to say this week so we can say that. Yeah. But it's like, it's hard to kind of get up and down the ramps of like, how do you cope with stuff? Do you go to the abstract and make a joke? Yeah. Or is it real? You know, like, and if it's real, you got to be real about it when you're in the situation. Yeah. So I'm yeah. sorry I made a joke to lead into that. Yeah. I, I just always do that. No, that's, that's okay. I mean, I, I didn't know her terribly well. I mean, I, I mean, I knew who she was, and, but I mean, we hadn't really hung out together or anything. But she she was a, very much a, a no-nonsense spitfire. 27-year-old woman. 29, yeah. 29, sorry. Yeah, and she has... She has three small kids, and uh, they, they might end up in foster care now, and everybody's kind of reeling, and... It, so it's been weird. It's like there, there's an emptiness at work right now. It's like you can tell she's missed. She she used to drive a a, a lot of heavy machinery. Yeah, around. yeah. She's a, she was a crane operator. Yeah. And she would keep all the guys in the yard. I'm I'm like yeah, uh, maybe maybe five feet tall, little blonde thing, and just you know it's like no nonsense. She would just tell people. I'm sorry, I cut you off when you're saying she she basically get the guys in line. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so she's. I, I really liked her. She was a bundle of energy and fire, and and uh, didn't fuck around, and that was very cool. And, and then uh, this BJ's uh, good friend, yeah, who has a lot of uh, he beats himself up inside, yeah, a lot. I met him, yeah. Um, that's, he, he's, he's a, a nice guy. He's like he's a guy who, if he externalizes violence, everyone will be in trouble, mm-hmm. but he doesn't. Yeah. Um, and his daughter, 12, 13 now, just passed from yeah. leukemia. Yeah. I guess. That's, yeah, something like that. So I didn't make, I never met her. I moved to the age. Yeah. But, but it's weird for, for Beach, Beach and, mm-hmm. and I know it's weird for her friend. Yeah. So yeah, it's a weird week uh, on that level. Um, I don't know, just a little bit of day-to-day friction too, I think. Mm-hmm. Nothing, no, no big problems, but just like, Anything that can go wrong goes a little wrong. Not too bad. Yeah, it's just been, like at work, it's just been quieter and somber. And, and, uh, and, uh, and the, so some of the people who are really close to her have been I, having bro- breakdowns at work. And so. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. When I said it, it was like little bits of friction. Like I meant home life uh, here. Uh, I was just saying like there's like a, a bigger aura of, of a little bit of down going on around us oh. uh, so I, I wasn't trying to reflect on, on the two people who passed when yeah. I said that it was just sort of a attempted a segue for the for the people who have to listen you know I, yeah. I don't know I, I it's hard stuff to think about yeah it's part of life unfortunately true and, uh, but we'll all get through it yep and uh, so then the outgoing mm-hmm. newscaster and being like in other news, Bopo the Clown, no. you know, threw a no, festive it, well, party Well, it's somebody's today. birthday tomorrow. Somebody, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to be 42 in the year 2020. <laughs> Which it's means sad. he'll he'll have a, I'm going to go plaid tomorrow. Yeah, he'll have the answers to, to, to the ultimate question. But they'll be all encrypted clearly. in a language that I can barely even notice as a language. And I can't explain to anyone. I'll figure it out by the time I'm 84. <laughs> And you're almost 
your book is going to be published this week. Yeah, I, yes. this morning I had a one hour, I thought, sort of deadline. So I whipped together a cover and I said, it's good enough. Um, it's not going to be good enough now because I have one more time because I have to finish mm-hmm. uploading it. Yeah. Therefore, I get to work on it again. <laughs> mess with it, but I'm not going to go too far. It's not the cover I want, and I'm not going to let myself talk myself out of it not being ready. I just had to use my map for the oh, setting okay. that I did a long time ago. I used that, showing that it's reflecting mm-hmm. continents le- east and west. It's like just on the edge of the paper, mm-hmm. you can see that it starts to reflect. So you see a big mass of continents, and, and because it's reflected, you can tell they're the same on the other side. Yeah. Let's get like two two images in a way, but there's no people on it, there's not much going on, but the, I'm hoping that interest of a map that's reflected on itself without being like digitally edited because the mountains were, were were generated the way I generated mm-hmm. them in Photoshop um, separately. So they're different mountains on the landforms, but the continents are the same shape. Huh. Cool. Yeah, so hopefully that visual interest and a small thumbnail might grab somebody, but I don't. What, um, Either, even what, so, do, I can do, add a new cover we, later. Do we know what the title is yet? <sighs> <laughs> okay. There is there is one, but it's like the long part of it might not be necessary. I don't know. Okay. It's really just Crimson Dawn. It's this cheesy fantasy title, but it's also hopefully good enough. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to overthink it because I, I can extemporaneously come up with something that sounds funny. Like half the jokes we make on the air are just stuff I came up with at the moment. I'm in a roll. Mm-hmm. But sitting down and writing it down and having the idea that I'm going to pass it to somebody and tell them it's good and read it. Mm-hmm. Somehow I don't have as much confidence on that. It's weird. It's harder to do that even though it's like the same stuff. Yeah. So I can get over that hump and not just think everything I write is gold because it's yeah. not. So, so we've got, weird. for you, we have three things to celebrate this week. The divorce, uh-huh. your birthday, uh-huh. and your book in. Yeah, the book. Yeah. It's right now. It's it's um Chris and Don and something to do with like uh, book one of the Catherine cycle. Because <laughs> hey, you know, yeah, people like series, and so like get people to to realize. I plan to do a bunch of stuff in this weird setting. It's an, it's it's actually it's a really good book. Yeah. Although I guess you changed the ending since the last time I, I read it. I did, and I made it more of a concise plot. And I'm like ah. I know. He keeps doing that to me. Well, it's okay, but the other... It's a good read, so I don't mind that much. stuff could fit somewhere else. Yeah. You know, I could put it somewhere else and shape it to the next story. So I already have, I think, a quarter of the next story written already. Cool. That's If I take all that stuff out and put it somewhere else. Okay, cool. So it's going to be there. And it's going to be about the person that is ostensibly the villain. Mm -hmm. But the end of this story went different. It's not a big old fight, but the fights are all internal mostly. And it's a book about magic and casting spells and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that it's more about the, I think, mm-hmm. I don't know, say interesting in terms of like true objective interest. Yeah. But to me, the reason I, I wanted, I wrote it the way it is, is more like, what is it like to be someone who uses reality in different ways? Mm. The internal world of those people. Yeah. So it's kind of that. But it's sort of sorcery-ish. Yeah. So TNA and all. It's, it's cool. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good read. Yeah. Um, Definitely a good read. I hope so. We'll find out. Doesn't matter. All all I have to do is get it out there and then move to the next thing. Which honestly, I'm gonna rotate projects because I, I can't focus on one thing. So I'll probably polish off uh, my game Crank about Internet Crackpots, which mm-hmm. is based on tribute. Yeah. Which means that once that's done, I'm locked in on some rules that I, I keep changing in tribute. Yeah. Because I'm basing it on the thing. Right? Uh, yeah. So I have to lock in and make sure the, the the final version of that game design toolkit will be exactly it, it'll it'll allow for what I make. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm a hypocrite or a liar. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just cool. You gotta, I gotta outsmart myself. <laughs> and let's see. What else is going on in life? Got the kids back. Right. From their father. It's nice to have them back. Like I, I like my kids. I like having them here. They bring the house to a certain balance. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, they, they just they don't allow the house to like uh, what's it uh, create magnetic domains. <laughs> yeah. You know where we're just sitting in our own spots, being either miserable or happy, and independent of each other. We have to come together because they're moving through the house all the time. And they don't take it. They don't sit there and let someone be miserable. It's cool. So, what are we happy. talking about now? What are we talking about? We're, well, you, you oh. had found a... I talked a lot already. Do you have anything to say? Well, you had, you, had, you had found... Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've am i been having fun wearing a new modeling tool at work, so that's... Talk about uh, that. I, <laughs> you picked it up quick. I mean, granted, yeah. you have the expertise to pick it up, but it's like you, I, you opened it up it. and you were building with it immediately. Yeah, well, it's it's very user friendly, so it's it's actually modeling wise, it's much easier than some of the other things. I, you know, as a civil engineer, I'm modeling a hotel, essentially to figure out the looks on the different pieces. It looks like a trapezoid with three layers, and there's some like weird cutouts into it. So it's yeah. not a perfect trapezoid, but yeah. the basic building is an odd shape. It's mm -hmm. not e it's not an even trapezoid either. Yeah. Weird ass shape building. Yeah, the hardest part was figuring out the geometry to get it to actually lay out right in the but once I got that is like yeah, putting it took me I think three days to get the three full days of work to get the entire building in there. Okay. And then the past two days I've been working on um uh, working out all the kinks of the program that I, I wasn't aware of because I've never used it before. Oh, like quirks and stuff? Yeah, and, and work uh, figuring out the workarounds to yeah. to get, start cranking out results. So I got that figured out today. So now, tomorrow, it's figuring out how to distribute the loads on it in, in a way that makes logical sense and go from there. So Because uh, the other firm that's working with you is concerned with a trapezoid twisting yes yeah it's kind of interesting how does that work well I mean in theory if it if it's like a tall skinny trapezoid it, it, could, it could twist absolutely but this is a big flat or, or short flat trapezoid it's not going to twist that much and you said that the center of the trapezoid uh, geometrically and the center of mass are only 17 feet apart on this big wide thing and there's yeah. no wind is protected at least on two sides isn't it yeah, but I mean, you don't really count that when you design it. I was saying so. it's wind shear. Yeah. Earthquakes don't work that way, you said. Well, earthquakes, you they know, go up and down and, up side, and down to side. side to side. So, and that could be in any. That's not twist, the, though. No. No, but if, like I said, if, yeah. uh, before we started talking, if, if the um, center of mass is really offset far from the, the, the center of geometry, then you can. You could, in theory, have twisting, but but this building is so flat that it's just not going to twist that much. It just can't. It would ripple up more than twist, if anything, on Earth. Yeah, yeah. It would up and down ripple, right? Yeah. 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 So, but anyway, I so yeah, I've been playing with that, and that's been fun. Huh. It's like, uh, yeah. Other than that, <clears throat> I mean, we did we did it. Been working. Um, yeah. Yep. 
Yep. You you've been amazing and supportive, like with the divorce thing. Like, uh, so I guess when that ended, I didn't have any emotion. Like I wanted it. Like I said, there was no party in my <laughs> mind, at least. I didn't have that. Feeling. I think honestly, you you're you're still a little in shock. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's like that it, for you that was like the unending saga of your. <laughs> of your I had committed to living a life where I knew I wasn't going to get anything from a partner. Yeah. And I knew I was on my own, and we had a partnership in yeah. the sense that we had to run the house. Mm-hmm. We had a son. But we weren't connected to each other. Our worlds didn't really talk. We didn't talk to each other. Yeah. Neither of us cheated, so to speak, on each other, but there was no relationship to begin with. Yeah. So it was like we were just, I was living in a, uh, almost a monastic life. I had my head shaved. I was overweight and I didn't give a crap. I was focused on reading and making sure I wasn't too crazy that day. Mm-hmm. But that was my whole life. I, I had so committed to it. I thought that's how I would die. Yeah. But that eventually just wait out the clock. Right. And, and maybe have some fun along the way and see what, what kind of movies I make and stuff. That was my life. So then, maybe that's why I'm so loud and talk all the time now. Because I have no one to talk to, really. Yeah. And anyone who called me was always for generalized purpose. And yeah. people called me, and they didn't pick up when I would try to reach out to them. They were not they were busy, you know? Mm-hmm. But someone was calling me at 3 o'clock in the morning, I was picked up. Yeah. And they asked me a question about, like, what do you think about this plotline I'm doing, my story, or this game mechanic? And I'd give them what I had, and then, and then occasionally we'd get to talk about my two. Yeah. Or sometimes I bowl them over and talk about mine. You know? mm-hmm. But we get to theirs mostly first. Yeah. Um, that was my life, all of it. Yeah. There's nothing else other than driving and smoking cigarettes and drinking tea. Yeah. So I thought that was it. And I used to kind of at the end when she told me that she was done. I was up, I was at first uh, mechanically trying to keep it together. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, that's not right. She doesn't. That's not how it goes. And so I was trying to make sure that I could be a better person. Maybe she'd take, take me back, I guess. I don't know. But we were living together, miserable. Yeah. And over time, I got okay with it. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I get to be free, actually. I'm free of this. On yeah. some level. And that's what the start of that was. And, and then when I actually got free, she threw me out. Yeah. Emotionally, when I was emotionally free of her. Yeah. And I'm not going to blame her for any of that. Because it's hard living with me. It was. Yeah, was. no, I believe you. It's still hard living with me, but you're just that good. Nah, but, I, it, it's not for me, but I can understand. Um, someone who wants a world that's quiet and closed doesn't want me in that. This this me. Yeah. Because I won't let it stay closed. You know, I'll tell her, oh, you know, I think maybe that wouldn't work if you keep doing that every day. You know, she doesn't like hearing stuff like that. But I can't blame her, and I'm not, I don't blame her. And, and honestly, it's not a blame situation. Yeah. I was thinking the other day I'm going to stop um, talking too much about her, to be honest, because she did the best she could. I did the best I could. Yeah. And it's over. Yeah. But uh, what I was getting to before, and then I'll, I'll hopefully we'll talk about something else for a few minutes. We can talk about the other thing later. Mm-hmm. Um, the psychological idea. Um, the last thing, I, the main thing, the reason I brought this up and the reason I, I felt dead, it's almost like that, that guy who had a shaved head and was just sitting there staring at the computer all day and sleeping. And just looking for any moment of not feeling miserable. Yeah. Um, he got out of jail. You know? Yeah. He was the last guy to get out in a way. It's not like he's sitting around telling me what to do. He's not that presence at all. He was just a, the dull being existence. Yeah. But that part came out with the deadness that it held. And so, yeah, I got a little bit of that, even though it's not like 
it's not overwhelming and it's not uh yeah it's just something to burn off yeah way. but that opened all that emotional oh yeah no I bet. micro emotions that, that makes sense yep so I figured that out, and that's why I woke up grumpy after I took a nap. Mm -hmm. I, I was like, I didn't, I didn't snap at you per se, but I'd be sarcastic. I was like, also, oh, people like that show. Or, you know, yeah. like, whatever. I wasn't trying to be an asshole. It just it came out that way. So I was like, that's the only way I could interact with Tammy was to get her to respond and not always argumentatively. Just like, I said something you're going to disagree with, and we'll talk. Yeah. Weird. So. Yeah, but uh, for... I mean, the, the divorce thing has been hanging over your head for a while. Yeah, and I was, and I was concerned that maybe there'd be some kind of bullshit pulled up the end or, and that's or some kind of paperwork thing that wouldn't work out. Yeah. But it went through perfectly. Yeah. So, so now it's just kind of, uh, you're probably going through the period where it's like, it's not quite real yet. Right. Yeah. And I want it to be because I yeah. want to be here enjoying life. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I get that. I, I don't want to be pulled into two. I'm always gonna be pulled a little for my son. Like not oh, li yeah. more than a little. He's always gonna be there, and I want him to realize that life isn't exactly what he thinks either. Yeah. Well, but there's no twenty-year-old who's got life figured out. True, so. but when you only have one person giving the input, yeah. it's hard to see anything other than what you're seeing. Yeah. Even if you have a different opinion, it's gonna get shaped, yeah. worn down over time so so we've got some stuff to work on there but right I do think he has internet though thankfully that's good for a while it seemed like he didn't have any internet at all uh -huh. but just now um, yesterday the other day I saw him logging into Fallout actually it's gears crashing I can tell because you got to keep logging in uh -huh. Fallout 4 on Steam because I was, I was on Steam and uh, that's good though because if he doesn't have internet he has no lifeline yeah Oh, yeah, I was really concerned about that. Because they just moved, and it might have taken a minute to switch it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because over there, it's harder. We had to wait three weeks when we first got there to get there. Right? Wow. Yeah. Because they had to verify. And, and in Utah, if you bounce a check, you go to jail. You know, so they make sure your credit's good. Oh. Ironically, though, a lot of those exorbitant, crazy credit cards at 35% APR uh -huh. are run from companies that are in Utah. Huh. Have fun. So they know what they're doing, in a sense. Or at least those companies there. Yeah. But, anyway. So she can't, you know, she can't pull the stuff she used to. Sorry. I'm not going to talk about her like that. Forget it. Yeah. Forget that. It's none of my business. And honestly, she did what she had to. Yeah. To survive. Um, other subjects. What are going on? <laughs> So what's on your mind with all this stuff? What's on uh, my mind? How, how are you handling all this? What? The divorce? Um, no, I just need all this stuff going on in our lives. How are you feeling? Um, pretty good, mostly. Very optimistic about this year. Good. I, I, I feel like we put in a lot of groundwork in a lot of different areas. Stuff's going to start sticking to the wall. It's great. <laughs> and regardless of whether we're entering like you know the apocalypse of revelation or not <laughs> we got to keep moving forward one step at a time yeah it's weird stuff going on in the world hey, i couldn't help but see some news i'm like ah oh, i don't know what's going on there but it's not good and who knows but I, that's not the way we have to live our life right now unfortunately even though we're in the 
center of one of the parties in conflict. Like this story, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I Regardless, think. it's just, it's like that's a little concerning. But on the other hand, we might get to play in a post-apocalyptic LARP. Be really fun. I'm not gonna get worked up over that. No point, because there's nothing we can do. Nope. And it sucks. I mean, what do we do? Nothing to do right now. Yeah. But sit back and wait and see. And also, wait, wait, yeah, stockpile some soon. <laughs> gonna dig out the crawl space a little better. We'll be fine. <laughs> Although we we gotta avoid certain sectors where the bodies are. Uh yeah. Yeah. <sighs> uh, yeah. Well, we we've been uh, you've been uh, uh, showing me some stuff in the the the, the, the Hindu stuff. We've been uh, we've been looking into just uh, I, I look into world beliefs in general just yeah. does. and Hinduism's physics kind of make most sense to me out of anything I'm not saying it's like I believe in all their specific gods which are just lenses sort of like angels in Christianity yeah they're, they're named angels essentially they're called devas which actually is where the word angel eventually huh they're, they're, they're the same level of word mm -hmm. deva means sort of what angel means mm -hmm. so what they do is they make these shrines and they look at the lens of God lens through God you know through to God so they want to worship uh, God, but they're actually looking at a version, a part of God that serves uh, their prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I need help with business, so I'm going to go to this guy. Yeah. But it's really just the 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 lens that you can pray directly, straight line, and uh, in a weird way, you can almost fit almost any belief system into theirs. Yeah. But it's going to be colored to Hinduism, yeah. and that's where I say I'm into the physics and not the specifics. Makes a lot of sense to me. I'm not saying I'm going to become yeah. anything particular, but I got less angry on, on other religions because of that. I'm like, wait, I see what they're all doing. They're just, some people made a, a fixed choice and said it's the only lens we're allowed to use. And maybe that's for the best for some people. And it seems to be helping your mental state, and it's helping my health because, you know, we've been playing around with energy and stuff like that between us because we're well I mean since the moment we met we've had this weird uh, I don't even know what to call it connection you know yeah but it's, I, it's like electricity between us that's been there for but we can we can like uh, pass what feels like uh, sensation it's not like a physical energy but we can we can pass fluid sensation to each other that invigorates us yeah uh, and, and, and actually what she needs is 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 different from what I need so if we're both having a bad day we can lay down belly to belly <laughs> yeah. and pass energy until we both feel good we equalize something yeah it's, it's very cool it is but it's there's very more strange to, I've know? never experienced sort of like their chakra system in Hinduism yeah I mean my, my thought on them on, on their culture mm -hmm. and, and how they develop this, this information is that you know, there, there's evidence that maybe their civilization, as, as say towns on the Indus River, it pre, predates Sumer, where they're building stone buildings. They were building wooden buildings and maybe occasional shrine. Mm -hmm. So it was very like pastoral, almost Edenish. Yeah. You know, and uh, they sat around and they farmed off of a very fertile river, and didn't have a lot of worries. 
you know, uh, other than like Big Tiger, let's go hunt it as heroes, you know, yeah. cool stuff. So they made up these stories or they came up with stories or wherever the stories came from. But in the meantime, they had nothing to do but sit around, talk and, and, and explore their, their experience of life. So maybe they, they learned about the energy and they started moving it. And then they can map out all the chakras. They can, and chakras are just the big centers. They're supposedly like thousands and thousands. And they sat there maybe touching each other and feeling that go. And then, uh, and then they started uh, understanding that there was cause and effect relationship between their belief and, and reality. And then maybe that was a source of religion in some way. I don't know. And then other people went off and said, well, your version is causing these bad effects, so we're going to create our own. Or our lens is going to work better than yours. And so then we have all the others. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. It seems, it seems plausible. Very interesting stuff. Yeah. I, well, and it's like I've, I've had, I mean, I've, I, I've known people that, you know, I, I've had that type of. Energetic connection. Kind yeah. Of. That yeah. type of awareness about, but you are by far the <coughs> strongest <coughs> that I've ever experienced. It's our individual connection. Yeah. But it's it's also because I was doing that because I could kind of create these little tanks of energy. Different mm -hmm. people needed different gas, different fuel yeah. in a way. So I have different types of energy that I would work with. But they're all the same thing, just different frequencies or something. Yeah. Different flavors of the same thing. But I experienced a lot of those concentrates. Mm -hmm. I used to say that each one of my parts when I was in therapy is like a Scott concentrate. <laughs> you okay. know? Um like that so I, I experience with knowing what the difference and differentials of these yeah. internal energies are and then when you can move them you can choose which one you're sending to a mm -hmm. certain degree and you can experience something related to what I said I don't tell her what I'm doing no and and, and she does it now you know she I remember the first time we did this I hurt myself <laughs> I tried to send energy directly through my heart to hers and it worked and she had this experience where she started crying remember mm -hmm. and I did too and then yeah. for days I was sore, physically sore at the heart. Yeah. It was weird. Yes, it was. But it but started it was, us off. It was kind of, um, it, it, I don't know, not kind of. It I showed you the hands first, remember? Yeah. Just energy between our hands. I showed you that first, see, see if you were comfortable enough. And then when we were laying down, I, uh. I decided to try that. I know it wouldn't hurt you, but it hurt me. <laughs> so I pushed something that wasn't supposed to be pushed from there, I guess. I, I don't know. It hurt. And, I don't know, now we, we both kind of opened up a lot. Yeah. Uh, a lot of levels. Like, we've we've healed each other a lot that way. You you got me back connected back to my body. My body to me was appendage. Yeah. And so I can experience what it's like to be in my body again in a way. Instead of just being sitting in the driver's seat of my body. Yeah. And and you got me got my heart connected back to my body. Cool. It was like now, we were we were talking at that time, like it was like we had three main centers we both had in common that were very strong say body, mind, and soul-ish, you yeah. know, and it was like you had the mind and the body connected very well, Yeah. but someone hurt you, and so you didn't want to connect love and, and sexuality, Yeah. and I had this thing where my body was the part that I decided was the part that I needed to disconnect from, Right. so between us, we had all three, and we helped each other with the part we didn't have, Yeah. and yeah. it worked, and I think yeah. we're both getting healthier in a lot of ways. No, we are. We totally are. Which is cool. Yeah, and, and now it was like we have perfectly complimentary stuff. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, and it's not to say either of us are perfect or still mm -hmm. don't have issues, because we do. But, but honestly, anything that you don't 
like you can give to me and I can turn into something useful for me and vice versa. Yeah. It's cool because I don't like feeling stuck. And, and you don't feel stuck when you have that same energy with you. Yeah. You feel stable. Yeah. And and so so it's like my uh, heavy energies are not sad energies. They're heavy. Uh-huh. Just like I feel like being a nine-to-five guy even though I don't want to. <laughs> you know, that mentality. I, I have to get rid of that so I can stay mobile. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, I prefer to stand on the ground. I'm yeah. like, I want to float. <laughs> so it works True. out. It works out. True. I flutter around like a little butterfly with yeah. my nude buns. <laughs> As a fairy. What? <laughs> I don't know. It gets weird. And you can't talk about this stuff in certain mixed companies. It's like no matter what you believe, you always have to cage it and, hate, and hedge your bet as to how you're talking about it. Yeah. You start talking about this stuff, people are like, you're one of those lunatics, aren't you? Mm, I guess if you think that way. Hey, it's called love and madness for a reason. True, so true. We're being I mean, real here. There's a certain type of lunatic that yeah. you don't want to be seen as. Yeah. But but you know what? There are a lot of other people out there who have experienced things like this too. Right, and they don't talk about it because like, okay, that's not part of our doctrine. Why do you talk about that? Right. Either you could be talking to a scientist, and they're like, that's not real. Yeah. Oh yeah, I actually remember there was a friend, and I won't say who, uh-huh. uh, a friend who had talked about how they're, oh, I'm so psychic, I have these dreams, and I have these things, and so a few weeks later, mm-hmm. I tried to show them, oh, yeah, well, we're, we're working a lot with our energy and stuff, so like, no, you're full of crap, <laughs> and then I was like, hold out your hand, uh-huh. and they are like, oh, <laughs> so, like, if you have one, you have the other, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the so-called energy, I call it, like, I think of this thing that moves the energy of our world, mm-hmm. it's yeah. not the, it's not any energy we can measure, yeah, but it is sort of the impetus for the energy to move, if that makes sense. Like, the consciousness is primary to matter. That's mm-hmm. what I believe. That's where we get in a weird movie territory. There's a bunch of plot lines. You can go to a horror movie. Well, you can go to well, any other thing. The thing is, I mean, it, like to me... Phenomenon, whatever you want. If, if, if you believe <coughs> that, you know, the soul and the spirit are real, you know, then I don't... To me, I don't really see but, how there's much of a logic leap to what we're talking about here because those are intangible things and then also if there's a way to kind of model what you believe in say spirit uh souls and all that yeah and there's a way to understand maybe there's some physics to it Mm -hmm. then shouldn't that be known yeah but i think that it's not a matter of of conflicting beliefs at all i i don't think per se what i believe is lack of belief people say because they're like, well, I believe there's an eternal soul. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool over there? Yeah. There's, an, there's an eternal soul somewhere. No. Yeah. Like, if you think of it that way, you'll never touch it. Yeah. It's always over there, and you don't want to touch it. People are afraid of it. Yeah. But, like, if you can get some senses, if you could look up and see, oh, wait, there's a predator over there, or there's a deer, or there's mm-hmm. a, an apple tree, or whatever, you can look around a, a, an environment that most people don't want to look at because their head's too low. Mm-hmm. You'd actually be able to survive that environment that is real. You're still going to get pounced on yeah. by the lion if you're not looking at the lion. Yeah. In fact, you're more likely to. You make eye contact, it might look away. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, I don't believe that spiritual stuff has to be like happy and, and white light. And unfortunately, the reality of that, I think, is what prevents people from wanting to look at the spiritual stuff. Yeah. They only want to see the happy garden variety, like literally garden, walled off garden yeah. of spirituality. We're in a safe little environment, but... 
Well, once and, you go out there, there's real stuff too. And and, and the thing is, you know, is uh, is is that you know, I mean, obviously, I'm most familiar with the the, the Christian belief system, but what we're talking about here doesn't actually contradict contradict the Christian. In in a way, it reinforces it. This is and this, that's that's the thing, and and I find it odd that it's not talked about now that I'm thinking about it. That it's not talked about, but I don't in another way. Do you, it's you know weird. why? You, but okay, think about it. Yeah. Let's say the the people who become a lot of priests or a lot of uh, ministers or, or pastors, whatever, have spiritual experiences that drive them to do that. Unless yeah. they're just about making money or something. Yeah. But most of them would have a spiritual experience. Right. And they're like, most people could not handle this. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to find a way to make it, like I'm going to shave off the edges. Because honestly, that's what I was trying to do with tribute when I was like originally writing it. I felt like, damn, if people thought this way, they'd be hurt. They'd mm. be in messed up. Their life would be messed up. And not because I was saying anything messed up, but like yeah. these are some things people don't want to look at. Mm-hmm. You know, in a way, because I was I was modeling uh, spiritual concepts from Kabbalah as uh, game mechanics. I was like, let me let me tone this down and neutralize it. So chemically, it's neutral. It's not going to mess with itself. Mm-hmm. You start thinking of two concepts together. As like directly related when you don't want to, your mind goes weird on it. Yeah. That's part of what why they call Kabbalah the, the yoga of the West. People's minds bend and break until mm-hmm. they find some some clarity. Mm. That's, that's one path towards this. Hinduism has a million paths. You say there's a million ways up the mountain. Yeah. Christianity is one way up the mountain. Yeah. And it's probably a very good solid one. Yeah. You know, and it's gonna work. And and people can say that's their prime. Every everyone in Hinduism says Ganesha is the prime god. Mm-hmm. But the guy next to him says Shiva is. Yeah. And they don't fight over it. They're like, yeah. you're right, but I'm not, I'm more right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it's it's okay to say our guy is the clearest version of the thing. Yeah. I don't feel I don't find that as a weird contradiction just because I started reading what, how they work it out. Yeah. And billion point whatever people don't kill each other every day. Well, that. you know, I, I've been reading. The, outside, outside religions are who are they generally war yeah. with or, or like yeah. weird doctrines you that know, change I, their whole thing. I, I started a... Um, reading a book of essentially essays on uh, uh, what Kundalini 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 Awakening and Kundalini (coughs) is essentially it is having that spiritual experience and getting in touch with the universe or God or whatever it's the movement yeah according I mean just go ahead I, I mean I went to the mental institution with mine I did but mine started from the Kabbalah work. I was looking at weird concepts and understanding yeah. that maybe I was separating things that were not separate mm-hmm. and also connecting things that weren't connected. Mm-hmm. And so my batteries and my wiring were, were short-circuiting themselves. And that's just the way it goes. You burn it all out and then you find the truth. Yeah. Uh, so the idea is that Kundalini is sort of like this uh, internal spiritual energy. It's like fire. Uh, in, 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 in Hebrew, they call it shin or perhaps uh, in, in, in Christianity, they might call it the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. this, it's this, it's this pure, powerful thing that a human can't contain, right. but it's part of a human. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's what in the, the, I haven't read the whole book yet, but in the couple essays I've read so far, it's like, <coughs> they both it just point burns out, out all your obstacles. Well, and, and, but they both point out and use examples from different religions of what they're talking about, yeah. including Christianity and, and, and. And Buddhism and I think Hinduism and and I'm like that it, it actually makes Did you it. Say Buddhism again. <laughs> I think so. It's my favorite religion, by the way. Buddhism. Buddhism. Awesome. <laughs> I love 
<laughs> I meant to say Buddhism if I didn't say it right. We're going to start sending out some pamphlets for Buddhism. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, 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 I'm sorry. But, but um, it, 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 it kind of puts the the world religions in, in a different light and context for me that I hadn't really thought about before. And I think, I'm like, I, I, I appreciate that. I think a lot of formal religion is kind of meant just the same way the police are meant to protect us. They protect people who maybe aren't ready to go out there and like wander in the field. Yeah. But if you can handle going out there and looking for yourself, you'll see that everything they said is true, but it's not the only part that's true. It's like one religion is a uh, blue color paint. Mm -hmm. Are we only going to paint in blue? You know, I prefer not, I prefer to say like, why don't we find all the colors and decide which ones work together? Uh, in a way, and, and, and I guess I inherited my great-grandfather's theology library. Mm -hmm. I was the only one who read in the family. So I read a lot of books. I did. Yeah. Uh, and comparative religion stuff, because I was his big interest, yeah. other than being a Methodist uh, minister. Yeah. And um, and I think that uh, I, I had looked at, briefly at Hinduism, mainly the surface stuff. Like, isn't it cool to write a D&D &D monster based on <laughs> this mythological being? Mm -hmm. Which is fine, by the way. They don't care. Like, you can write comic books about their religion and do not get worried about it. Mm -hmm. You can you can draw any god you want because they're not the god. Yeah. The second you say, like, you can't draw Muhammad, that makes Muhammad somehow better than a person. Yeah. It's different. And I'm not saying whatever. Whatever. You know. Um, but I just think that any, any examination of comparative religion mm -hmm. in the world has to start with maybe Hinduism in a way. Not that we have to say we're going to be Hindus, mm -hmm. but we can look at it and say that's kind of where they really made it a science in a way. And you understand every other context. If you look at it and understand that you have to shave off their cultural lenses, like caste system and stuff. Mm -hmm. The idea that where you're born is based on karma and therefore you deserve it. Yeah. This is an old thing. That, well, I mean, really, that kind of ties in with original sin. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I don't either. But I think there's a physics to karma. Like, it's not, yeah. it's not punishment. It's just the weight of what you did. Yeah. And it brings you to a level of life. That's yeah. it. So. Physics. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no. I, I, I think about this all the time. I could babble, and I'm sorry. It's <laughs> all right. I have books on this all over the but, place. But I, 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 I honestly think uh, this is, it's been, you've been a lot more stable since you've been looking into this, because it's like the, your world is starting to make sense to you. Yeah, there's no, there's no yeah. conflict, because there's at least a billion people who agree with me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I guess I'm just in the wrong spot right now. I'm not fighting anybody. I'm yeah. just kind of over here instead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I can see you can come to atheism through this, this whole belief system, too, in a way. You yeah. can say, well, maybe the physics are this, but the backstory that people make up doesn't have to be true. So, in a sense, I'm, I'm even easier on atheists. And I'm not an atheist. I just don't agree with it. I think it's intellectually dishonest. Yeah, but I could too. say like, okay, well, we can see the physics, the facts, that, that there's energy. People could know this, but it's not serving their agenda, just like we talked about with climate science. Yeah. They're like, well, it doesn't really fit what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, but they know about it completely. I mean, Neil deGrasse Tyson's talked, and he gets excited when they talk about things like, oh, well, they found uh, error-correcting code <coughs> in the mathematics of how space-time works. Like, they found the same error-correcting code that you find in a website. Huh. Literally, the, the structurally, mathematically the same kind of code. So in other <laughs> words, the universe has a protection scheme to make sure things don't glitch. <laughs> so people who want to push that computerized narrative and say we're digital, they like that because it, it explains it. Yeah. There's a guy up there who made us, but he's, yeah. a, he's sitting at a desk and he's typing. 
<laughs> okay, cool. But who made him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. It's, it's, a chick, it's always chicken and egg. Yeah. It doesn't get anywhere. There's no answer for this here. Yeah. But there are ways to kind of fit the facts to a structure that you believe in and live a life that doesn't have to worry about it uh, as much because you know you can't control everything. Yeah. You just know that you're living under these rules, and the more rules you know, the more effective you'll be in life. The yeah. game rules, you know? Yeah. Whatever they are, whether it come from a computer or a being that said this is the way it is. Yeah. And then also, critical thinking style, you can say, well, why do people say this is the way it has to be? Why does this particular group say you have to do things a certain way? What do they get out of it? Uh-huh. So you can be more objective once you're saying, well, that doesn't really match yeah. every case that we're looking at. Yeah. You're saying this is how you have to live your life to be a good person or right. this is how you have to live your life to have good, good results. Someone can have an agenda to not want you to have certain power. Yeah. They know, but they don't want to give it to you because they know you'd have an equal power to them. Mm-hmm. They'd rather have you give you give them your power at some level. Yeah. And I'm talking, you know, mostly cults, you know. I'm mm-hmm. not talking about all religion. Yeah. So you can see right through that stuff once you start saying that, yeah, things don't quite work exactly. You're not lying, but you're not telling the truth either. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So that, that's been interesting. We've been, we've been exploring that and... And, uh, yeah, it's been cool. Worth looking at. I, I just, just other belief systems. And you don't have to agree with everything you read. I mean, in fact, that's the dumbest way to read. Yeah. The dumbest way to read is to agree with everything you read. Well, everything on the internet is true, too. But so. get all the information from as neutral, <laughs> of course it is. But, no, it's like, I think if you can get all the information from as neutral a standpoint as possible mm-hmm. and get it all, mm-hmm. as much as you can, you have something to actually make a decision based on instead of just a gut reaction of this is not my Clemson team. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is not Clemson. I don't want to read about this. Like, okay, then. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You'll never see anything if, if that's all you want. Yeah. I mean, if, if you don't want to see something, that's fine, too. If you're a good person, you don't need to see anything. There's plenty of time. I almost feel like we live forever. Existence, we're always eternal, and we always come back to somewhere like this somehow. That's Hinduism, in a way. You know, like, mm-hmm. in other words, there's no rush to be aware of anything as long as you're safe yeah but if there's a, a situation where you may not be safe you know maybe there's a lot of people making a lot of choices for you in life uh based on stuff you don't know yeah you know social engineering stuff like that can be seen right through if you were mm-hmm. to look at the world and see what people try to manipulate us all and then you get in paranoid territory and they love sh- shooting you down on that mm-hmm. but it's not like that it's just like be aware and understand that people have agendas, but they don't—they're not as strong as they think, yeah. or they want you to think. I don't know. Sorry about all that. I have to fix it. Well, part of my book shot's a little off. I have to fix that. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's for, been interesting. Thanks for tolerating my battle on that. No, it's fine. I, and the thing is, you're you you are very independent. Thinking, so it's not like I'm pushing my weird beliefs on anything. No. About, but we're just we we tend to meet in here and watch videos and yeah. know, YouTube. If I happen to be on a kick or something, she's like, "Go ahead, put it on." I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. So it's like that. It's more like that. And she's like, "Well, I don't I don't know if I agree with what you said." Like, yeah. Okay. We'll explain that and then we talk. Yeah. It 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 creates good discussions. Yeah. And which I like because I learned stuff about you. And I learned stuff and about I, you. And I learned stuff about myself. When you took me to church, I totally got why you went. Yeah. I got it. I'd never seen that particular flavor or lens on, on 
on spirituality that way. Yeah. It's very pure and clear. And I cried. Yeah. You know? So, like, you show me something and you broke something down that was holding me back in a lot of ways, especially in the culture of this community. Yeah. I lived down here and I'm, uh, I was weird about a particular belief system because my mom was that and she was abusive about it and my yeah. grandfather was abusive about it and everybody yeah. I met. Yeah. And my family was abusive. Yeah. Using that as an excuse. You know? Yeah. It's like I saw that it's not like that all the time. It's just their way of doing it. They fucked it up. Yeah. Yep. And I, I think that's. I so, mean, and, and I, I'd experienced that type of thing too in the past. So I totally, I totally understood why you felt that way, and I still understand why you feel that way. Well, you I know? don't, I don't feel that way. Well, well, no, well, yeah, I know that. I don't but fully I, feel that way anymore. I actually think that any any belief system at all can be abused, and unfortunately, we are fully exposed to this particular belief system because it's the one that came out as dominant in this area. Right. And also, you know, there's a reason for that. You know, it's it's a survive, it's a very useful and helpful belief system. It does something, and it has an effect. It's real. You know, because anything that has an effect is real. If you believe it, and you act on it, and it causes your action, then in that sense, it's always real. It doesn't matter what's going on beyond. And honestly, I think there's much more going on beyond. You know what I mean? I think the guy exists. You know? Yep. Uh, so. Yeah, um, can we pause? Sure. Yeah, but yeah, I appreciate that, and I appreciate you being willing to go, and all that. So, thank you so much for listening. Um, I know that kind of ended weirdly. Uh, that is largely because it was one long conversation, and the second part is in the next recording, and it is entitled "The Cult of Happiness." and random asshole memory. So if you want to listen to the second part, which, like I said, is a lot more lighthearted than this first part, then um, by all means, please listen. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I hope you have a great week. Um, and find us on Facebook, Love and Madness Podcast, or um, you can send us a, a, an email, loveandmadnesspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much.